to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Feltz, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Bachelorette Season 18, Episode 6. Now, Chris, you're going to have to take the lead here because you know I do like to take notes when I go along on these things, <laughs> but... It's really difficult with this. I'm just finding myself just getting so bored. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> I can't be asked to engage my fingers to write something down because I'm waiting for a proper event to happen. And it's like, oh, fucking hell. But you know what is good news, Chris, before I hand over to you? Clayton says right at the start there, he's, he talks about, you know, the group is going to have to be cut in half for hometowns. So that must mean like hometowns is next week. Yeah. yeah. So we might be in for a, quite a short season here. I, I'll be honest with you. Now we're at episode six. We're talking about today. I literally was fist pumping Dave going, <laughs> fucking get in when that comes up. Because we started with eight. We've ended up. They did, they cut it in half. We've got four people left going into hometowns. Now, whether they're going to dedicate a single episode to each guy, I don't think the fucking two hours is too long. It must be, it's got to be over one episode and then she bins them. I don't know how it's going to be, but it can't be 13 episodes this one. It's surely got to be shorter. Unless they do, if you remember what they did last series, where halfway through, they brought all the contestants back who'd gone, didn't they? They had sort of like a, a mid-season oh, reunion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> no, we're going to drag this fucker out. After Dave. the you rose or something, yeah. wasn't it? Fucking bullshit again. Oh, my God. Oh, like I, Jerry in Springer. Fact, in fact, do you remember on that season when they did that and, like, all the girls hated Katie Thurston, didn't they? And we were yeah. like, oh, but she seems so good. And then and then we watched Katie's season and it's like, you know what? She's a bit of a bell end. Chris, before we finish up, so I think we should talk about Michelle's episode here. Don't let me forget, we need to talk about Katie and the 12 days of messy. Right? So there has been much drama um across in bachelor nation and it is funny as fuck so right so let's come back to that at the end okay so what we'll do then and this you know dave you're the organized one as you know i miss the jump with no parachute guy but i have got some notes now we start the episode off where we bring the kids back because michelle's a teacher we've got this little thing all the time that the kids seem to be better judges than most of the contestants and I would say why can't we get these kids on Married at First Sight Dave because I bet they'll do a better job than fucking them experts matchmakers the kids will be honest but we get like the kids talking now I'm calling out one of the kids here now this might sound like oh my god Chris what are you doing but one of the girls starts laying into Martin Dave I'm not having it she went I don't like him there's just something about him. he's not the one for Michelle and I'm thinking what? Where? Where have you even got this from? Because obviously, when these where kids come in, from? yeah, but where, where, these kids are coming in, and they're not watching on the TV because this is filmed ages ago. So it's not like they've got hindsight of watching each episode and then coming in on a live episode, going, "Oh no, I don't like him. I've watched him." It felt like the kid had been nudged in the way, and I knew straight away from this. <laughs> soon as I heard that bit of dialogue. Martin's one of the people who's going to go in this episode. I don't know how you feel about that, David. I'm not saying because he is a bit of a knob, but 
I did think straight away, here we go. This is today's bad guys. Today's episode, it's Martin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So so they're definitely playing up Martin as the villain. I do think he is a bit of a bell end, Chris. We yeah. had a bit of a back and forth last week, didn't we? And you thought he was the only one being authentic, and I just thought he was a bit of a knob. Um, and clearly this week, the producers want to paint that story. I Definitely, he's a knob. But the kids... <laughs> there is so much producer manipulation with this because I did start off, Chris, I did start off making notes and I put meeting with kids. This is complete bullshit. <laughs> Those are my notes. <laughs> this is fucking horseshit. And I know, right, I'm going to break with tradition here, Chris, Sorry. because I'm not sure if you're aware of this. Do you know who the next bachelor is? I don't, Dave, no. So spoilers and and head, you know, maybe fast forward a minute or something if you don't want to know and you're listening. But Clayton, the most boring fucking twat on this whole series is going to be the next Bachelor. Oh, that was so now, obvious. At the end, right, when he's reading the notes from the kids, oh, I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. I thought you were really genuine and blah, blah, fucking blah. What absolute bullshit what kid do you know chris writes a fucking letter for a start right? i know and who, who writes these things the, the kids have met this bloke this fucking random bloke for a day and then they feel compelled to write him a fucking letter there's no way they, those kids don't even know what's in that letter <laughs> it was just like Oh God, they're just trying to they're trying to build him up, you know. Oh, this is the bachelor and he's crying because he loves <gasps> the kids' stories and yeah. stuff. And it's just, oh God, I hate this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It, it absolutely answers one of my questions in the notes because I was thinking, why have they gone back to Clayton? Because obviously, so yes. so let's let's talk about this. So, so Martin gets his bit of shit, and then Clayton goes on the date with Michelle. Now, the dates with Michelle. Right, other than if your name is Joe or Nate, is pretty much you're gone. She pretty much is like it's like the, the kiss of death. She will she cuts you off, she starts saying what a great day, and, and it's the usual. I think I'm falling for these guys, all that fucking you know, politician bullshit where she's like skating around the, the answers and everything. And I, I did, I did you know what it's unbelievable. Like, because I was thinking, <laughs> why have they gone back to Clayton saying he's such a nice guy? But it's not, now you've said it, it's not a surprise because he's yeah. the sort of fucking piece of wood that they need on this show, don't yeah. they? Because he'll just get steered and get media trained and everything and just stand there like a, fuck me, Dave. They could have got someone better than him with a fucking personality. You, why don't they get Why don't they get one of these bad guys, like one of these people like Martin or that fucking stupid motivation? Fuck off with Martin. Yeah, no, no, but, no, I don't love him. No, I don't love him, but why don't they get someone who's got a bit of a bit of an attitude as the bachelor? Someone who's just gonna say, you know, I'm not fancying it. Oh, Carl, the motivational guy from the last series. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. For entertainment purposes, an absolute shit who it will stir it up. Not these fucking doormats who are all gonna stand there together. Because now you've said that, the way Clayton's gone out of this series is exactly what happened with Katie, wasn't it? All of a sudden, Matt just dropped Katie from mm. nowhere. Yes, she was a grassy little shit. And we I thought she was really good. You'll go back to my episode. I was like, oh, I think she's nice, Katie. She's standing up, especially against Victoria and all the mean girls and all that. 
But when you look oh, at it now, I was with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you look at it now, she's just a little shit, Dave. Like they all are on this, and it's like it's so incestuous. This is why I don't believe that any of the relationships are organic at all. It's a platform, and Dave. The fucking guy got called out on the first episode for having a game plan. Are you telling me Clayton's not got a fucking game plan? <laughs> Bull fucking shit. Absolute bullshit. Oh, this fucking series. It's so fake. It just Why don't they just call it a mockumentary? Just a mockumentary and we'll go with it. We'll go with each episode and we'll play along. I hate the fact that they try and pretend that any of this is fucking genuine because Michelle is not going to be with anybody after about two months of this show, Dave. I'm telling you, unless his name is Joe, then nobody else is going to come close because that is the biggest load of shit ever. Oh, my God. Carry on, Dave. I think Nate... We keep coming back for more, though, don't we? Yeah, <laughs> it is borderline <laughs> a mockumentary, to be honest, already. Okay, no. um, but I think Nate and Joe are, are the two from... Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, but yeah, it's fucking Clayton, honestly. I, they don't want someone with attitude. I mean, fucking look how that went with Claire. <laughs> you know, they, they <laughs> want someone fair, who's yeah. just going <laughs> to... They want someone yeah, who's going to like... Okay, stand over there, you know, jump through this hoop. Uh, can you do this? And oh, can you do that again? They need someone who can be controlled and, and generate this nonsense. But uh, I tell you what, Chris, what I did enjoy about the date, I mean, my first notes in uh, the Clayton and Michelle date are just. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's just got no personality whatsoever. Um, but uh, I did appreciate the day you know in the museum and i thought you know what that will be pretty cool that will be a pretty cool date i mean you can't imagine many people in their lifetimes could do this kind of thing i mean the only other ones that came to mind were ross and rachel ah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 so it took me back there and i did enjoy you you remember like years later you know and ross is accusing rachel of not caring and she's like look I, I, and she gets out a little shoe box and she's like look i had this from this time and you know this is from the first time we made love and she pulls out a fucking velociraptor claw or something <laughs> he's like i don't think you're supposed to take those <laughs> <laughs> but um but anyway that was, that was the only thing i really enjoyed about this day i thought yeah that would be cool if you could you know if you had the sway if you could actually do that that'd be cool as fuck um it's just a shame that clayton was there but uh you know the other thing i did find funny on this date when clayton is is in his kind of snooze fest uh day and everything and michelle's just clearly not feeling it and she you know opts not to give him a rose and then she's about to give him his marching orders clayton just had this absolutely vacant expression right and you had the crickets. You could hear the sound of the crickets. And I don't think it was intentional, but I, I just thought it appeared really, uh, you know, it came together really well because uh, that's like something like Homer Simpson would do, isn't it? You just, she's talking to him. It's just like, ring, 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 when you can hear the crickets. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it was clear he had no chance there and again i've put kids write letter to clayton bull fucking shit <laughs> listen, listen to me right? listen to me as you were talking i've got ew.com's bachelorette recap right up you know just just to see what he's put so so 
Dave, bear in mind this is a blow. I mean, Dave actually questioned it on this write-up saying, bullshit, this is a producer's thing. Not dictated by the producers, but one of the things said, you're really good at making thoughts and have lots of muscles. Okay, well, we know that this, you know, children don't say that sort of thing to a grown man, Dave, because that is so wrong. And one of them put, it surprised me because you are super genuine and I liked you a lot. Fuck <laughs> off. I hope you aren't too sad when you go home. Super genuine. These kids were supposed to be five. Who says super fucking super genuine, genuine when you're exactly. five? Exactly. Fuck These kids. Clayton, I hadn't cried in years. Yeah, because you had onions fucking in your fingers or something. What vulnerables? Yeah, I just want to. He put. I just want to find love so badly and have a family. As he cried. Fuck off. What a load of bullshit. <laughs> it's so wrong, Dave. The fucking oh, producers God. must think people live in some fucking bubble and just go with this shit. I know people do, but it's ridiculous. It's absolute. And someone's called him Johnny Bravo. He <laughs> <laughs> is a bit, actually, isn't he? I can see that. Johnny Bravo, man. <laughs> Johnny Bravo. Fucking legend. But anyway, any, oh my God. Anyway, we get the date, the group date, don't we? So. We've got Rick Rodney, Nate, Joe, Martin, and Olu all go on the farm milking cows, Dave. You know, it's, 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 I mean, look, they're all like, I suppose it's better doing it this way because really we've not really had, we had a little bit of rough and tumble, but I think they may have stayed clear of the guy who got whiplash on the last series when they were playing American football. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He got absolutely took out, didn't he? But it was one of them, they, they go on the day and then again, you know, at the end of it, Martin, is said a couple of things, Annie, and I'm like, and when it is with Martin, Dave, sorry, go on. Yeah, so he, he fucked up, really, didn't he? Because he, he said about, you know, Michelle and a few things that she says, you know, makes her come across really immature. And it's like, as soon as he's saying that, it's like, oh, you fucked this up, sunshine. You are gone. As soon as he said yeah. that, I thought, yeah, there's no way he's going to stay. No, no, there's no way. You knew he was going. And, what gets me? So we do the day. Rodney's the one in who's like being really silly and he's getting really enthusiastic in on everything, like trying to, you know, he's trying to get the orders of the cow and moving everything. And, and is it Nate who pulls an injury, Dave? Oh, it's Nate and he pulls an injury and they're, they're lifting stuff and said, I've got to go off. And Rodney's taking the piss and, and Michelle's getting stuck in as well. So they were all having a good day, it looks like. All a bit silly. But you're right. Martin says something. And what I hate, Dave, is Olu comes to it and goes, I just want what's best for you. And as soon as you hear them <laughs> fucking shit bingo bachelor sayings, I'm just like, yeah. fuck off. I just know you don't. You shit stirring it, mate, because you know that Michelle and Marty's relationship is teetering on the edge. I'm sure the producers have given you a nudge, but he comes to have this fucking uh, heart-to-heart with her to nail Martin. Now, Dave, I'm not, I promise you, with Martin, he's an absolute dick. But I did like the fact that he he is sort of playing against the rules of the Bachelor. He's not sat there fucking kissing Michelle's ass and just like they all do with the Bachelor Bachelorette, where they they talk utter fake shit. He was sort of being honest, and he says, you know, my mouth gets me in trouble basically. And you can see that he deserves to go. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've Can't got no com- that. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no complaints for that. But it's the fact that. The other guys, like they did with the guy in the first episode who had the, the game plan, which, like you said, I still love your line. It, like it was an army fucking, you know, tension, get by <laughs> your bed, something, a shakedown <laughs> of the fucking, the bachelor hut or the bachelor fucking thing. It was ridiculous. <laughs> All fake. But so he had to go. There was no way of it. And what I, what I don't, one thing I'd say about Michelle is he did have a go at her. 
sort of speak over her. But I don't think she likes it when she's actually being questioned, Dave. Whether he, he's right or wrong, I, every time somebody has questioned her, she's binned them off. And I don't and I don't think really you can go through life doing that. You can't always expect someone to agree with you every single time. Even if he was being a dick, I just think every time she's been challenged, you know they're gone. It's like, I'm not, I'm not accepting that, you're gone. And I think she's lovely, Michelle, but I just, I just don't think... And if that's what she's like and this is real, I'm not, I know I've already called it fake all the way through. <laughs> that is, no. That is a stretch, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it is a stretch. Well, what do you think of that, Dave? Because I think Did, she's... I think don't, you have to come back to the premise of the show, don't you? And it's such utter fucking nonsense where you've got one person who can't be voted off, who has all of the power. And I'm sure it's not a, a cakewalk. You know, it, it comes with its own challenges and stuff. But that must fuck with your head. You, you, you're coming in and there's like 30 blokes and you're not really sure. Are they there just for a bit of media fame or uh, what are their real reasons? You know, if you are trying to come out with a relationship from this, but you have this fucking power and you have to be a little bit cutthroat. It's not like real life where you have to, you know, you're going to mull things over. Okay, I'm going to do this. Or Love Island where, you know, you fuck up a bit and then you dump from the island or something. I, I think it just... <laughs> The whole bachelor and bachelorette premise where you've just got this lopsided, one-sided relationship, really. It's just, I just can't ever see how, well, I'm sure it does work in very rare occasions. But, you know, the, the fucking success ratio of this show is not high. <laughs> you know? no. and, and I think it comes down to that whole fucking premise where all of the power is on one side. You know, yeah. whether it's The Bachelor or whether it's The Bachelorette, just fucking nonsense. And uh, you, I, I still, I'm going to come back to the kissing, Chris. I know people don't like it, but, you know, you're just fucking having this relationship. At night one, there's like 30 blokes and she doesn't kiss everyone. Uh, but maybe like five to 10 people. <laughs> and that is just such a weird concept for me. And, and so I just, I think you kind of have to, if you're in that lead position, I think you have to be a little bit brutal. And again, Chris, I'm going to come back to uh, Katie Thurston a bit later. So park that thought yeah. um, because you, you might end up binning someone off who might've been a perfect match for you, but you don't have time to dick around. You've, you've got to thin out the numbers to eventually finish up with the one person. And you are going to finish up with one person unless you walk off the show or something. So, you know, all the power is with you. Yeah, and, and I will say as well, just a little, dis, not disclaimer, but Martin's comments, I think, were an absolute disgrace when he was talking about Michelle's childhood trauma about, obviously, she grew up as the only yeah, black girl in a white community. disrespectful douchebag. Absolutely disgraced for him to say, I think that's immature. Before, I'm not defending that one fucking bit. I thought, what an absolute bellend. And he lied to her anyway. So he had to go. It just it just at times, it feels like when someone's constructive, that wasn't constructive at all, but when someone's constructively said something to her, she does just bin him off. But he had to go at that point. But what I must admit, though, Dave, Alu only did it 
not to save Michelle, and because he knew that this was the perfect opportunity to snipe Martin out of the of game, he and did. he quite rightly brilliant, gone. brilliant yeah, exactly. play. Well done, Olu. You've been lost this twat. However, <laughs> it didn't work out. Didn't work because got booted off. So it sort of it didn't work for or against him. It was brilliant. I'm gutted that Rick's gone. You know because. He fucking makes me laugh. I don't know where... He looks like he's just come out of a, a severe dose of malaria or something. He's got loads of <laughs> eye makeup on. And it's like, it's just... Malaria? Come on. You, come on, Rick. We've got a shoot in a minute. It's like, oh, fuck, fuck. Hold on, I need to be sick. And then he goes, okay, okay, I'm good. Michelle, I've only got eyes for you. You know, and he... Honestly, he he looks like he's a fucking vampire or something. There is something off about Rick and just he does not look well. Um and, and he just makes me laugh. Like I say, he just I don't know, something like malaria, something that makes you just knackered and tired. Fucking ME, maybe or something. But um <laughs> you know what I think? He looks fucking yeah. he looks tired and he's got those. You know, he's got that eyeliner on. I don't know. Maybe he's a bit of an emo or something, you know, and not quite outgrown it. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? I mean, what what I get, Dave, right, with this. So Nate ends up with the rose, doesn't he? Because she takes Martin off with the rose and then says, but, you know, obviously I can't give you that. He does speak over. He's a complete prick. Uh, He calls, he's very derogatory and he's sort of like, she's making, you know, I feel sad for a woman like that does not deserve my time. And it's like, well, that's why you're going, mate, because you're an absolute <laughs> chauvinistic fucker. What a bell end. But I think Nate gets the rose. And like you said, the show, the whole show is centered around Nate and Joe. They're the two guys that Michelle has got a real connection with. The Joe one, and still say, and we've said it every episode, they got or had some sort of relationship on the outside. Outside of the show, everything. <laughs> For Michelle and Joe to get together would be so easy because of where they live and everything, the location. I'm not sure whether Joe will win it, but I do think it's them two. The other four are just sort of there. I'm thinking, I mean, Brandon goes on the date with her and I loved all that, Dave, when he's in the hot tub and he's getting it on. And that wasn't fake, I don't think, for the cameras. <laughs> no. <laughs> because he, I don't think they told him his parents were coming because all I kept thinking was the way they were in the... The hot tub together and everything. I thought, you know what? He's a brave man standing up, Dave, because they would literally try humping each other and upon meeting your fucking future in-laws and you've got a bit of excitement going on there with them fucking tight shorts on, mate. You're a very, very brave lad. But, um... Do you think so? Because it's like, it's the usual, like, we're seeing it from the camera's perspective. But surely the parents can see the fucking massive crew that they've got there. So it's, it's like, something it's like oh, we've, we've stumbled across. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the massive crew. <laughs> <laughs> I was going, oh, my God, I'm going to have to beat this one out. In <laughs> that was completely unintentional, to be honest. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> So, <laughs> not that we know whether he's got a big crew or not, Dave. But you know, what I mean? well, you know, whether he's got a big crew or not is by the by. There's a fucking bunch of cameramen and people like with lighting and sound and everything all there. So there's no way that the, the parents are going to be just like, all oh, right, okay. I, I'm not buying it, <laughs> not at all. But um, 
But yes, yes. Sorry, you got me there. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost where we are. It um, did seem to go they, quite well, didn't it? Apart from, yeah. I mean, they're fucking in their twenties, aren't they? It's not like they're sixteen or something and getting caught by the parents, you know. So oh. I think it it was just played up a little bit for fun. Yeah, it was, Dave. And you're right. The date went really well. Now, if I've just met my future in-laws, right, and we're having a chat, why the fuck would you ask him? I want you potentially want your fucking daughter's hand in marriage in the in in like the first day you've met them. Yeah. You're gonna drop that. I thought that was a bit fucking bizarre. He went, if she picked me, and I'm like, oh mate, please be quiet. Please be you really are going too early. I'm not saying they weren't impressed yeah. with him. Because they were impressive. Him, he seems like a great guy, Brandon. To be honest, Dave, and he's done nothing wrong from what we've seen in the series to for me to question that. But Hopefully, you haven't just given him the Phelps great guy seal. Of <laughs> yeah, and, ne- and that week, doesn't generally end well. Yeah, next week, <laughs> he's going to tell Michelle to fuck off or something, yeah. storm off. But, but no, <laughs> my 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 seal of approval and. and Measure on people is usually well off, but anyway, uh, no. But I, I just thought it was quite. It was just too soon. I was cringing, going, "Oh my god, what are you doing?" Again, I mean, in hometowns, it's going to get worse, you know, because you've still got four people in the mix, but they have to make out. They have to like almost pretend this whole thing isn't going, and you know, you've got to be respectful and ask you know, permission from the parents and stuff like that. But it's a fucking nonsense, isn't it? You know, I just, I prefer the parents that are like, but this is bullshit, isn't it? (laughs) Well, how about you whittle it down to one, uh, give it a few months, and then let's have that conversation, you know? So I I just think he's gone in, he's gone in all in, he's gone in all in. Speak fucking yeah. English, Dave. He's gone like all me. in. <laughs> He's really gone in. Super <laughs> in. And um, yeah, because he, he knows he's not in the running. Everyone in that house must be able to see it. it's Joe or Nate. And he's like trying to, to put himself out there. He's thrown a bit of a Hail Mary there. Uh, I, I think it's too soon. Um, but again, it's like you've got to do these things. It's like on a first date, Chris. You don't have to talk about your childhood trauma, but they all do because they they know if they don't, they're not going to get the screen time potentially, and then you know they're not going to make it as far in the show. It's all just it's it's very tactical, isn't it? It's like chess. This game, yeah, yeah, it is. It is, and obviously we go. So we've lost Clayton and Martin. We've got six left. Brandon and Nate have both got red roses. So we've got Joe. Rick, Rodney, and Alu all together. And you two are gonna go, as we said, and it ends up being Alu the grass and Rick who goes. And Rick is like, he was distraught, wasn't he, Dave? He's I mean, I'm not saying it's the journey, it's the career afterwards, but I think for some of them, we've like you say, this this nonsense with Clayton, he's just a typical boy next door shit they're gonna promote for the new series. It's it's there. Give us a bit of edge, bachelor, bachelorette. Give us something different, just to spice this up. You know, give it a little bit of stuff, something, and we don't get it again. So they both go, and we've got the four for the hometown. And I, honestly, Dave, it's between Joe and Nate for me. The others are not even going to get a sniff. Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I, I think it's it's going to be that. But oh, by God, Chris, it can't come soon enough. Oh, really, and like you say, you'd reminded me. I was I was 
quite ecstatic at <laughs> the thought. It's like, oh, it's fucking hometowns next week. It must be over soon. Um, but now they're going to stretch it out, aren't they? They'll probably get two hometowns episodes. We'll get a reunion. And then, you know, we'll have a finale, no doubt. Oh, without so, a yeah. doubt. It's still going to be on the order of 10 or 11 episodes, isn't it, by the looks of it? And then they're probably going to have to have a another after the rose. So, fuck. We're about halfway through, probably. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to be that lucky, Dave. <laughs> Dave, forget this series. What is going on with Katie, Dave? Tell me. Oh, my God. Right. So, her and Blake, obviously, they got together at the end of her season. After he stormed in there, you know, and it was pretty much the same as what had happened on Matt's season. You know, it came in there late and then... You know, they've ended up together. Now they were together for a little while, and then, you know, they've they've recently broken up. Shocker. Well, she started this whole thing on uh, Instagram, like the twelve days of messy. And I think, to be honest, Chris, she comes off quite badly. I th- I think anyway. So she's doing this whole twelve days of messy. Now this is a couple of weeks after she's broken up with Blake. And then it all sort of ticks down. And, you know, Blake is the first from what I could tell. And then she's going through all these blokes that that she'd been with. And then she's playing these songs over that aren't particularly flattering, a bit mean, you might say, as well. And so it gets a bit of a buzz. I'm finding this out after the event. And then, um, you know, everyone's thinking, well, what's what's the last one going to be? Maybe it's her. You know, it's like a awakening, you know, a self-awareness and whatever. No, it's this guy, fucking John, who she'd binned off on the second uh, night <laughs> from her own season. And she's happily, madly in love with him, apparently. Now, this is like two. She started this thing two weeks after she'd broken up with Blake. And then she's like head over heels with this new bloke. So there is a hundred percent. Sureness is probably not a word. <laughs> Certainty is the word I'm looking for, Chris, in my mind. She's obviously been with this bloke when she's been with Blake as well. And uh, so anyway, there's a bit of drama there, Chris. And so John, this guy, takes to Reddit. <laughs> and he's asking people to be kinder to them. And uh, you know what, Chris? Reddit, they weren't very kind. <laughs> these absolute brutal both barrels back and and it's like katie had said a while ago that you know she doesn't she doesn't care for reddit or anything doesn't watch it at all but it, it the thing that makes me laugh chris is because it's almost like it's social it, we want to be you know we want you to worship us on social media you know we want you to follow us and stuff and and you know the crap products that we endorse but you can't be mean to us on social media (laughs) you know it's the very thing that they're thirsting after you know is is uh leaving them a bit of cropper so yeah it's all it's all such a bit of nonsense and i i feel a bit daft because you know in matt season you know you and i both thought i think that, that she came across quite well but you know it was a bit strange how all the girls seemed to hate her um, and I, I, you know, you had quite a few mean girls on there, like Victoria, I still think was the worst. 
Um, but I think the girls probably had a point with Katie as well. You know, she's she's just a great game player, I think. And she'd, you know, watched and studied this show. And so she just knew exactly how to come off. But uh, I just thought, thought you'd enjoy that. You know, there's still a bit of drama. They're still trying to squeeze the pips out of that bit of bachelorette fame <laughs> Chris, <laughs> rather than just, just get a fucking job for fuck's sake no doubt this this drama will continue you know what they, they katie you know and this john they make fucking claire and dale look like a, a steady low-key couple <laughs> I know it's ridiculous in it it is ridiculous but yeah. I think you're right I think I think it's one of them where you could just see we we got hoodwinked by her I was all in we said it before I was all in on Katie I was like oh yeah she's a bit of a breath of fresh air she's calling him out blah 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 and then as I was watching the series I was like oh no she's as sickly as every other fucker in this franchise so yeah, it is what it is, David. And I'm not surprised whatsoever. And these two will be split up before the magazine deals with fucking ink dry on the latest contract they've just signed because it'll last for a little bit. So they're draining a bit of money. Probably she's probably losing a bit of money and having Blake on her arm. So she's gone. You know what? I need to spice it up a bit. Let's cause a bit of drama. I tell one thing. I would say, Chris, and and oh, I can't remember the name of the podcast, but Blake was on a podcast as the news broke. Oh, was it? And yeah, it, it's it's quite uh, it's quite gutting to hear actually because he sounds you know quite hurt by it. He doesn't at any point throw her under the bus. He doesn't get nasty or anything. He's just obviously gutted. And uh, actually, I, th- I thought he came across quite well. And I, I ended up after I listened to that, you know, thinking, all right, you know, he seems like a decent bloke, and he's just been fucked over. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe he is. I mean, look, I'm not questioning the, the thingy, Dave, but it's what it is. Anyway, Dave, I've got a bone to pick with Charlene as well on Facebook. <laughs> She's put God. a little post up today, pissing herself, saying she loves it when she knows that you're, I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, you're about to disagree with me, but, but <laughs> you're trying to work out how you're going to word it or something like that. Because it's hilarious. Charlene, as I put up, the Beyonce thing, I am never wrong. Okay. Do not question me ever again. But I do think it's quite funny, Dave, because you probably I think, right. I think that might have been in reference to, to the whole Martin discussion last week. But <laughs> 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 what a great guy. Oh no, oh what was it that? Or you call someone else a great guy. Oh no, but there was no thinking about that one. Ronnie off uh uh, oh, Love Island. Love Island, Australia. Yeah, Ronnie, yeah. he's a great guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, I'm going. I'm going. So before we do go, big thank you to everyone as always, guys. If you want to support us, go over to patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to follow us on Facebook, but do not agree with Charlene, everyone. Kristen Day's reality TV cast. I did think it was a great post that. And get over there. We'll improve you and join, join the big family. We've got there some so many great people and friends. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast, and if you want to email us, CD Realitycast at gmail.com. So Today's roll call of honour, we have Kent Gustafson, Lucky Lulu Green, Lauren, Tracy, Susan, Priscilla, Dee Dee, Katie, Libby, Helen, Joanna, Zoe, 
Breathe, Chris, breathe. Amy, Claire, Noreen, Brianna, Helen, Keith, and Michelle. So thank you so much, guys, for supporting us past and present. We appreciate every single person who supports us on the whole length of the podcast. It's really good here. So Dave, we can now relax for a few days and then pretend that this never happened on The Bachelorette and go again. <laughs> well, I, I'm uh, racing ahead of you, aren't I, on Love Island, Australia. So a little bit further ahead. But I think in the next few days, we should be able to put out our second batch of recaps. So episodes six through to ten. And um, yeah, it's, it's night and day with this show, Chris. It's, it it's a really good season, really good cast. And I tell you what, that is pretty messy as well. Yeah, he's brilliant. He's really good. So no, you're right. I'm not too far behind you, but I am a couple of episodes. So once we've got them in the bag, then we will record, guys. So keep a lookout on your podcast feeds over the next few days. Brilliant. All right. Well, thank you very much, sir. And thanks to you guys for listening. And I'll speak to you next time. Bye.